this life-changing miracle person happened, was born. The king is born today. And nobody thought to write down the date until 200 years later. No one. Mm -mm. Guys, there's power in communication and (laughs) writing things down. So we aren't in this mess again. Not judging, but also judging. Also judging. I mean, if Jesus was this anointed miracle, you're telling me no one. The three kings, Mary, although she was probably illiterate, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. The camel in the manger. Nobody wrote down this date. Nobody. Mm -mm. Nobody was like, this might be important. (laughs) (laughs) Say that shit. Woof. Wait, what? (laughs) Cheers. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Um, Let's just jump in. I know this is going to come as a shock to everyone, but 2020 has really sucked. (laughs) People have lost a lot. Some have lost loved ones. Some lost their jobs. Some have been called uh, above and beyond their jobs, Call of Duty, to take on an unreasonable load, uh, like medical professionals and teachers, Some people are struggling with their mental health. Uh, Some kids, most kids, uh, have lost their in-person schooling. Um, Racism seems to be coming out of the woodwork to hang out in the mainstream, which I clearly see now was always present. It's just out and proud, apparently, instead of um, quietly muttered out of grandpa over there in his recliner, (laughs) where it should be, quietly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> silenced racism yeah, quietly being the key word grandpa shut up <laughs> um it's just one giant garbage pile that i wish could be set on fire so that said we're heading into the holidays um and we're recording this before thanksgiving but it'll air after thanksgiving and you know i really had a hard time choosing a topic this week so I kept looking at my list, which is extensive, prolific. I've added and added and added to it. I have all these ideas. And the list that um, others have written in, which is great, I, for some reason, felt this pressure to deliver something that would lift spirits, especially just at the end of the year. I don't know why. I don't know why I felt this more than I have before, but I just was struggling. So I sat down with Greg and I explained all these feelings. I was like, I don't know what to do. And he listened to everything very patiently. Um, He listened as I listened, or as I listed all the topics uh, I could cover and why it wasn't the right time for like a hundred percent of them. And eventually he just said, you should do Christmas. There's a lot of stuff there and you know, it's a good uh, feel good topic. So if you're aiming to uplift people, you should do Christmas. So I was like, good enough. (laughs) Let's do Christmas. Christmas um, time is here. Twenty twenty shit. Everything is shit. Everything is shit. Yeah. <laughs> now go spend all the money you don't have at Dillard's. Fuck. The twenty twenty edition of um, our Christmas carols would be a hoot. <laughs> okay, so this is why we're doing the Christmas episode. Um, 
now in early December when this airs. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to mention that uh, we have a raffle thing going on. So please, 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 if you haven't already, please review us and rate us on Apple Podcasts. Um, these reviews are evidence to everyone that we're a decent show. It just tells other people that, oh, they might be worth something. Other people think they're worth something. Um, and we need them in order to even reach out to other podcasts to cross promote just to get the word out, let alone get more listeners. So it's our Christmas wish. <laughs> our Christmas wish. Please review us. Yeah. That you review us and rate us, please, um, on Apple Podcasts. Um, it would mean a lot and it would mean that we could open our doors up to other opportunities and we can continue to um, do what we do. Um, we decided, Kendall and I, that um, we'll pick one at random and we'll uh, from the reviews um, and we will send them a nice irreverent mystery gift. So have a look at our Facebook page for details. I posted it today, which is November 21st. Um, but be sure to include your name either in the review so we can announce, well, we need like a first name or something so we can announce the winner. We can't just have anonymous. Anonymous wins! Yeah, if you just like, would go ahead and like list your social and then your credit score and then yes, please. the um, card number. Yes. That would. <laughs> yes, please. First, last, middle name, maiden name if necessary, your social. Um, Expiration day. <laughs> Love it. Uh, no. But seriously, uh, we you can just send us like uh, an email at amateurintellectuals at gmail.com. If you like, let's say you put your first name. My name is Caitlin. Send us an email and just say, hey, I rated you. I'm Caitlin, whatever. Um, only Kendall and I see that email. So don't worry. Um, we will keep it safe. Yes. Um, obviously, we won't share any of your details unless you give us a bad review and then <laughs> post it all over town. That's right. Just kidding. Not kidding. Maybe yeah. kidding. You don't know. So please, please, please do it. And thank you for all you've done for us so far. Um, we are blown away again by the amount of listeners, the amount of followers that we have. So please continue um, to support us so that we can continue to do the work that it takes to do this. I worked on the notes uh, today and it took me four and a half hours. God hours. damn. I know. I know. I go on tangents and then I have to like whittle it down and whatever. But that's what we do for you. <laughs> Um, okay. You have two more days by the time this drops to get it in because, um, we will do the drawing on December 1st. We can do it on social if you want, Kendall. We can like draw it out of a hat or something and we'll record it. Yes. You can see how random so it is. So you know it's not honest. fraudulent. You can mail in all your ballots and you'll just know that we're, we That's right. <laughs> mailing all your ballots we've got the counters present right i've already got my newspapers ready to tape to the window so no one can see oh it god. yes oh my god too soon okay. yeah, i know right fuck A anyway we will announce it on our december 6th episode um so please 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 do it it's the least we can do to thank you for what we hope you will do for us okay amen on to the question kendall yes I always start every question with this. Kendall. Kendall. Obviously, we both celebrate Christmas in our good old Christian families. Mm. So tell me what your favorite Christmas memory is and why it's your favorite. Oof. Um, okay. We always blindside each other with this. So it's always on the spot. And it's <laughs> Sorry, like, Kendall. name the most prolific, <laughs> profound thing that happened to you at 16 and a half. And I'm like, ah. Uh, 
Tell me about your life between ages six and eight. Right. And uh, the standout moments and also the not standout moments. Exactly. In 37 (laughs) seconds, ready, go. Um, I don't... Oh, shit. uh, Christmas? I was thinking about this, actually. We were just texting a bit before the episode, and you had mentioned that maybe you were thinking about doing um, Christmas earlier this morning. And I was thinking about how Christmas has really changed in my family like we've kind of really moved away from and I remember being mortified. My mother, when I was like 13 or 14, she was like, I think that maybe we just don't do gifts. Like, I kind of think that this <gasps> gift thing is silly. Wow. And um, big transition. And slowly but surely we've kind of all just we don't really do that anymore. Uh, mm. I mean, like for like McLean or like the babies in the family. Yeah, sure. And if maybe if we see big family um we'll do something but um that's not true i mean like because like we'll still surprise each other with something um mm-hmm. just to show you each other you love each other right yeah but like totally without the pressure like my parents are like i like that yeah they, like anytime it's somebody's birthday or whatever my parents are like listen i was 30 and broke like don't spend any money we're gonna just put your name with this and this and this and ta-da mm-hmm. and uh they're they're very yeah they're super super cool about all that stuff and i don't know i I, my my grandfather used to like rent out every year this last year was our last year to do it he would rent out like a big spot because there's like 45 of us and he would get us all together for a couple days and that was fun um is this the grandfather that took you to europe no that's opposite side. Okay, okay, okay. Which, Different grandfather. Yes. Yes. Okay. So he'd rent out this space and then what? What would happen? Like it would just be like houses and condos and like like Aww. families would stay together, you know, for like three or four days. Um, so that was always fun. Like my grandmother's got a pretty big family, so there's like 24 on that side. It's just kind of always like a everybody got divorced and then remarried, so... We, my mom double your pleasure double your fun <laughs> exactly my mother calls it the parade and she's like i'm so sick of this fucking parade it's exhausting oh, and i'm like yeah. yeah i know and so we actually ended up like splitting i went on this long thing I, christmas is always just like home and relaxing and yeah kind of just chilling out and a relief and you know i wonder what what end of the sword because moderation is everything so like if you have a really small family, it's very intense because yeah. you have only a few people that you spend many days with. But I think the other extreme is also exhausting where you have a huge amount of people that you got to kind of like shoot the shit with. How are you? How you been? Oh my What's God. going on? What have you been okay, doing? next. How are you? How exactly. you been? What's going on? And you're like, kill me. Let's, can we just all present at the speech. front of the fucking stage <laughs> right. so we can get this done at the, at the front end of this so then we can just drink and laugh together? Exactly. God. I mean, I imagine. I don't have a very big family, but Greg does, and I enjoy very, very much going to spend time with his family, but then when it's over, I'm like, Poop. that was too much. I'm very yeah. tired. <laughs> it was too much because I came from a very small family, so I imagine both extremes are too much, but that's good. I mean, do you do you like that memory of like getting all together and seeing each other or will you miss that as you age? I mean, tell me what you think about that. Sure. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I think it, at some point it became too big and it became so much work mm-hmm. and 
especially as a grown-up, a fellow grown-up. It's one thing if you're just a kid being dragged to it. Exactly. But if you're an adult, it's like, God. I'm taking off for a week and a half because we're going to be in the car for six hours every day. What? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm very much looking forward to a more nuclear family Christmas experience going forward. I think it'll become much smaller. And... I'm looking forward to that. My yeah. big family, they're like, they don't drink, they don't smoke, they don't cuss, they, they're, you know. And so, like, it's fun. How but do it's, you even? I mean, literally, like, <laughs> rumple mints in a cooler, wait for everyone to go to sleep, and then just chain smoke for 45 I minutes. Mean, uh, a, a lesson in patience and endurance. <laughs> 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 For Kendall. Oh my God. I mean, I'm sure they're great. I'm sure they're great. They're great. They're great people. But I mean, it would like, I just like hear people's like getting fucked up with their family stories of like kids in college going back home and like, oh yeah, we all got wasted at the bars in Houston or whatever. And I'm like, that would be so fucking fun. I don't know. I, I think that I can, I can, I can make movements here whenever the pond is smaller, but we'll see. We'll see. What about yeah. you? I really. I really stand by what you're saying. Like, I want to raise my hand and vouch as like another person to attest to this. I think when you grow up, the burdens definitely become more apparent. When you're a kid, it's just like, oh, yeah. And you just don't care because you don't have to worry about taking time off work. You don't have to worry and you're about gonna get like goodies. Yeah, that's right. And you don't have to worry about the politics of like managing the calm waters of your family dynamics and all that. You just don't give a shit. You're just a little kid and you're like, wee, this is yes. so fun. Santa's coming tomorrow. So anyway, I wish I could say mine, my memory was like noble, <laughs> selfless. It's not. I, it's completely <laughs> selfish. So Mine is not a solid memory. This is really weird. Uh, and I and I haven't really reflected back on anything like this. I thought about it for this question. Uh, and I've never had an answer quite like this in my mind before. Uh, it's just a sharp memory of a feeling that I had. Mm-hmm. A very articulate, very sharp feeling of memory I had. Not necessarily the circumstances that caused said feeling. I just remember the feeling that I had. So I know that's weird, but for some reason uh, that... That feeling is what stuck with me, and I was probably six or seven, wow. I guess. Um, and I just remember after all the excitement of the night before Christmas, you know, he's coming tonight. Look out at the look out the window. Is he there? No, he's not. I better go to bed. After all that, after opening all the presents Christmas morning, uh, after all that, I just remember how blissfully happy I was that I could not decide what to play with. Oh, so, Wow. There was, I don't know, four or five things that I was just so excited to get, like a Barbie and, uh, I don't know, another right. thing and another Lego, Lego thing. I don't know. I have no idea because I don't remember. But um, I was so excited to get those things that I was in this happy, stunned state where I could not pick what I wanted to dive into. I just was sitting there looking at all of them with so much <laughs> happiness. I just couldn't, like, do I do that or that or that or that? That's if I do lame. that, I'll miss out on that. Like, it just felt so good. So think about that feeling, but in the context of an adult, <laughs> as you were just alluding to, and I agree, how often do we go, oh my God, I get to do laundry, go grocery shopping, <laughs> clean the house and cook dinner. Which awesome thing should I do first? Oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm stunned into blissful happiness. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, just trying not to argue with somebody, you know, just like, oh. 
with just trying to keep the peace with someone today. (laughs) Tomorrow it'll be a different Karen. Today it's this Karen. So anyway, kudos to my parents for making that Christmas one where obviously I felt so understood, loved, and valued that I still remember that feeling to this day. Um, I think as parents, it's just what we all strive for. But Mm -hmm. anyway, them's the days. Beautiful. Thank you. On to the drink. (laughs) Also beautiful. (laughs) Okay. It's getting colder outside. Sing it, Kendall. Baby, it's It's cold outside. I only know the girls part. Yep. That's okay. That was perfect. (laughs) It was perfect. Um, So, I don't know. Is it getting cold in Texas? Hell no. It's like fucking 78 right now. I hate that. Yeah. It's cold here. It's like in the 50s now. I love it. Okay, that's perfect. I'm an ice queen. Yes. She is a she's an autumn baby and she wants autumn and winter forever. Just I to am stay. the snow queen. Yes. Like OG Snow Queen that actually is a villain. I'm not like a nice Elsa Snow Queen. I thought of you. I just recently watched The Crown and it's like <laughs> they're like hunting in like the Ireland and it's fog and it's cold. And I'm like, Caitlin said this was her thing. And like I see oh. it and I'm like into it. I'm so into it. Oh, forever. Yeah. Like a random stag in the fog yes. in the cold. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Looks haunted. Exactly. Like, take me there. I want to live in it. I want to be the witch in the woods. That's right. <laughs> With a microphone and a bottle of, I was going to say scotch, but it's not that. I want to reserve if we're, if we're dreaming, <laughs> if we're asking Santa. I want to reserve. I want a wall made of wine. <laughs> Just pull off. And have, and so I can make my spells and like mm-hmm. have my podcast. That's all I want, all alone in the woods. Lovely. With a pet stag. Okay. That does sound nice. So for the drink, I picked a nice warm one from Tipsy Bartender, mm-hmm. uh, my favorite website for this stuff, as I've mentioned before. Okay. You need, this is so good. This is such a treat. This is not like a hard one at all. This Christmas time drinks should not be hard to go down is my philosophy. They need to be joyous, high calorie, mm-hmm. like smooth. Wow, that was really nice. I really enjoyed that. I will have four more. <laughs> exactly. I need to sneak <laughs> up on me. Yeah. <laughs> so for this, you need three ounces of white chocolate liqueur delicious can drink it by itself maybe with a glass of milk if you need a little water down three ounces yeah i don't mean to distract (laughs) three ounces white chocolate liqueur one ounce vanilla vodka Fuck. (laughs) eight ounces white hot chocolate Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. garnish with whipped cream mini marshmallows and red and green sprinkles does that sound nice does that sound like a party if i hosted a party and you came over and i just had those on a tray and you walked in wouldn't you be like I'm in my happy place. Oh, and I yeah. would. Yeah, and I'm sleeping on the floor. Like, I mean, <laughs> yes. With your sugar high and your alcohol low. Yes. <laughs> my blood sugar's up. My alcohol content I is also so up. so confused and sleepy <laughs> and excited. Yeah, <laughs> throwing up. So here's the directions on how to make it. You add white hot chocolate or, as I call it, Damon Wayans Jr. Wait for it. White hot chocolate. I don't get it. I don't know who that is. <gasps> okay. I'm no. road trash. Pause. Share my screen. <laughs> I know there's a thing here. Okay. Your entire screen. Damon Wayne share. Jr. Damon. No, no, no. Don't you even worry. I've got you. I'm, I'm sharing my screen with you. We're going to pause the recipe. Do you see my screen? I do. Damon Wayans Jr. Mm-hmm. I think I spelled it wrong. Yeah, Comedy. I sure did. It doesn't Let's matter. Comedy. Cops. 
Oh, oh, oh. I do know him. He's a Wayne's brother. No, he's a Wayne's son. He's a Wayne's brother's son. So he's his, Damon Wayne's son. Son. Okay. Look at him. Gorge. Look at him. Scrumptious. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So white hot chocolate is all I'm saying. <laughs> As in white hot it's and white chocolate. Hot and chocolate. Yes. <laughs> white hot like metal, not white as in the people. White hot. Exactly. Chocolate. I got exactly it. Exactly the okay. science of what I'm getting at. <laughs> so add Damon Wayans Jr., yes. white hot chocolate, into a glass and pour over white chocolate liqueur and vanilla vodka. Mm-hmm. Stir well until mixed. Mm. Then top with whipped cream, marshmallows, and red and green sprinkles. There you go. Oof. You have an adult alcoholic and calorie-rich simulation of the bliss I just explained from you or to you in my childhood. <laughs> Love it. Will be shit if you have enough. If you have enough, you're going to get super happy, I promise. That's right. You're going to get that blissful like Christmas morn. So, here we go. What's Christmas? (laughs) You know, like, I'm not full of surprises. I'm very predictable. Oh, we're going to start at before time. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to start before the earth was made, when it was just a big uh, bang. (laughs) And how the planets celebrated Every episode. (laughs) What if every episode you started with the same 15 minutes of, like, this is how the earth was formed, and then... I did, and I do, and I will again. (laughs) Okay, here we go. I'm glad you know me. Here we go. I started at the website, as we've said many times before, that every amateur intellectual starts for their research. What is it, Kendall? Wikipedia. Sing it. That is exactly right. Uh, It says that Christmas is, quote, and and I thought this was weird, because just knowing what Christmas is, I'm like, oh, it's weird having somebody define it. Quote, an annual festival commemorating the birth of Jesus Christ, observed primarily on December 25th as a religious and cultural celebration among billions of people around the world. Okay. 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 Festival. I mean, yeah, I know. I I thought that was weird, too. I did like that they said religious and cultural celebration because there's definitely the religious baby JC mm-hmm. in it, but there's also just the separate Santa, which is not. So I thought, Ooh. okay, okay, yeah. okay. If, if it's one sentence or less, I think you did it. Festival was weird because you think festival, you think like go out into the streets and party. At least I do. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like Brazilian festival and like. Yeah. Diwali. Festival of lights. The lights. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Same wavelength. Okay. I don't know. Listen, we can always edit Wikipedia. I mean, we, we don't have to be anybody. We <laughs> can go right. in and change it. <laughs> asterisk, okay. asterisk, a drunk amateur intellectual. Thank you. That's right. We fixed it. <laughs> well, let's change it to dance party and see if anybody notices. An annual dance party commemorating the birth of Jesus Christ. Anyway, we have two things just that I think, the two uh, characters, I guess, that center around this holiday and i just said them we've got baby jesus and we've got santa Mm -hmm. very different and yet somehow they converged into one holiday Mm -hmm. so let's break it down we've got uh (laughs) baby jesus oh i just said this i just repeated way to go notes we've got two main characters that star in the christmas show baby jesus and santa claus you just said it caitlin you just said that anyway copy paste copy paste (laughs) copy paste copy paste copy paste (laughs) feverishly Two hours before the episode. <laughs> Let's start with baby JC. 
Christmas is on December 25th, right? We know that. But it wasn't always that way. The Bible does not mention, which I'm sure you know, does not mention the date of Jesus's birth. And the earliest Christians did not celebrate his birth. Obviously, the word Christian comes for anybody who doesn't know. I mean, I feel like everybody knows. But hey, in case you don't, circle of the beginning of time. We're going to start from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Christian comes from Christ. And Christ is just a nicknamey thing for uh, the anointed one. So wait, what does anointed mean? Oh, I had to back up even further. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Trust me to do it. Uh, it's not exactly a word you hear every day, so True. I thought I would explain it. Yeah. Um, it literally means to rub down or smear with oil. Yes. So in Christian faith, it means to consider that person divine, to put them in a holy office, or even a monarch to be king or queen. Right. And you see the same thing done, you know, on WWE, you know, just lather up. And- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Stop it. The anointed. If a wrestler goes by like whatever you know christopher the anointed or something i promise i will start watching yes, wwe I'll be right that's back a clever into that. name. amen <laughs> um so to anoint someone is to rub oil on them for mostly a divine purpose like we we think you're we think you're in we like you're the boss here we go ceremonially we'll rub some oil on you but by that definition i can definitively say that i have been anointed right. numerous times too when i've gone to get a massage so yes Caitlin the Anointed. Caitlianity. Put it on your fucking desk plate. Yes, ma'am. The Anointed. (laughs) Put it on my Twitter bio. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to skip this because it'll like very, very. No, I'm not. I'm doing it. I'm doing it anyway. The word Christ comes from the Greek, because I had to go back further, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, comes from the Greek word Christos. I dated one of those one time. You you did know that or you didn't? No, I dated one of those. I dated You a dated Christos. a Christos? Okay, cool. Yes. I went to school with one. I went to school with one. And of course he had a Greek last name. Did yours have a Greek last oh, name? Oh, yes. Very yeah, Greek. yeah, yeah. Okay. He was very Greek. Same. I wonder if it was the same guy. <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh my God, you dated the Christos I went to high school with. What, is this, what does the last name start with? K. Okay, no. It's bizarre that okay. I remember that because... It's bizarre. I remember that too, baby. That was 2004. (laughs) My brain is pickled. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, the name Jesus Christ would be like saying Kendall the Anointed rather than Kendall Smith. So technically Jesus's whole name was Jesus of Nazareth, which would have easily evolved into Jesus Nazareth. That would have been his like first and last name. Um, Or if you're from like a Scandinavian country, it'd be uh, Jesus Josephson, right? Son of Joseph. Oh, Um, okay. Or... Technically, as I think about it, it'd be Jesus Joseph Stipson. <laughs> that's a dumb joke. Anyway, I love moving it. on. Okay, so if JC's B Day wasn't on December 25th, then when was he born, right? June. Um, Washington Post says, quote, by most accounts, the birth was first thought in around 200 AD. They have this idea to have taken that it, it took place on January 6th. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Okay. But this is a dumb reason why, if I do say so. Why? Nobody knows. But it may have been the result of a calculation based on the assumed date of crucifixion of April 6th, coupled with the ancient belief that prophets died on the same day as their conception. Huh. Can I just say that murderers aren't going to be so mindful? 
you know, Pontius wasn't like, (laughs) what day is it? We should probably respect him enough (laughs) when we nail him to the cross and be considerate about the day he was born. I just don't vibe with that. No. And does a, does a, uh, does a conception by divinity, does that pregnancy last nine months or is that like, Oh my God, you're right. So when when I read that, I thought birth, but you're right, conception. Conception. Oh my God. (laughs) People don't know when their babies are conceived today in 2020. Okay. Okay. Even with Facebook. Yeah. Even with Facebook, (laughs) even with Tinder. Yeah. It's not, it's not uh, a direct science. Okay. Let alone 2000 years ago. Okay. By the mid fourth century, the birthday celebration had moved from January 6th to December 25th. Who made that decision? Some say it was the Pope. Others say it wasn't. Uh, Some even think it came from some study that was published in 1890, which wasn't that long ago, um, called The Golden Bough, a study in comparative religion, whatever. So wait, they're telling us this life-changing miracle person happened, was born, the king is born today, and nobody thought to write down the date until 200 years later? No one. Mm -mm. Guys. There's power in communication and writing things down. So we aren't in this mess again. Not judging, but also judging. Also judging. I mean, if Jesus was this anointed miracle, you're telling me no one. The three kings, Mary, although she was probably illiterate, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. The camel in the manger. Nobody wrote down this date. Nobody. Mm -mm. Nobody was like, this might be important. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I have. Was it happening often? Was everyone saying the same thing? (laughs) And like, it's supposed to be this like end of like the change, the new era. I don't know. Anyway, I have questions. Find me a nun or a priest. I have questions. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, poor Jesus. Anyway, is celebrating his birthday in heaven with. No one there because we got the date wrong. Surprise. (laughs) Welcome to humanity. (laughs) There's this big party on the 25th every year. And he's like, I don't understand. I don't understand. He's got his birthday hat on January 6th (laughs) and an empty table of pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. Such a shit show. I'm sorry. Okay. I need more wine, obviously. Okay. Bottom line says, according to Washington Post, nobody knows for sure why December 25th is celebrated as Christmas. It's lost to the storytelling telephone game of history, I guess. Okay. Regardless of the objectionable date of his birth, the point of Christmas is to celebrate the birth of Jesus. Hooray! So he gets a day. It's like my dog. I That's really offensive. <laughs> ah, yes. But like, I love my dog, <laughs> and I don't know when... She and he were born. So we just mm-hmm. picked a day uh-huh. and we celebrate the day. It's not a gotcha day. It's okay. like, this is now your birthday. This is your birthday. Because we don't know. <laughs> because you because you have to figure, at least you tick the box every year. Right. That you wouldn't anyway. You right. know, how am I supposed to know when you were born? Nobody wrote it down. <laughs> well. <laughs> okay. This is crazy. This is really getting derailed. Sorry. I love it. Okay, good. I feel like I feel like I do need to take a minute here. We've got a good sis who loves the show and she's a dear heart. But um, maybe we just delete this because I think I'm going to fuck this up. But she thinks that I'm like anti-faith and I'm not. I just like making jokes. Um, Is she very pro-faith? Is that the yes? Like yes? Okay, okay, okay. Yes. Um, 
No, we make fun of it because we love it. Well, you, that, not for me, but. <laughs> Speak for yourself, honey. <laughs> yes, yes. I feel like we've lost her at this point, but just stick around. It's going to be a great time. We're just going to let loose, have some booze, make some jokes at Jesus' you know expense. What? And and then the Santa jokes will come after that. So we're just going to shit right. on everyone. And you know what else? That's a really good point because, first of all, we make fun of everything. Yes. Like equally, <laughs> equal yes. opportunity ridicule. But, you know, what we said in a past episode, and I think this stands true, and I respect other people who hold firm on their religions and don't, definitely, you know, hold them close. You have an obligation to hear other perspectives as a human being mm-hmm. about anything. You have an obligation to hear other perspectives. It will either, as I said before, reaffirm your stance. Like, nope, I heard it. I don't buy it. I still hold firm on my point. Great. Or yeah. you might be illuminated and change your point of view. Either is fine. Yeah. And every situation will change depending on what the topic is and what you are willing to listen to. But if you sit in your hole and only hear yes men and only hear the people that believe what you believe, you get into a bubble and that's bad for you. Absolutely. So you might not like what we have to say or what we make fun of. Like you talked about with Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things that are shock value and you might not like it, but you, you have to go outside of your comfort zone and learn other people's perspectives. And those are okay too. Yours is not better or worse. Yours is just different and ours is different. And we like to make fun of stuff because you know why? We get to laugh. And then I would argue from a religious experience perspective, we bond and we have good faith and good feeling in each other and trust in each other. And that's a godlike behavior. Say so that shit. Drop Say the it. mic. Say that shit. I mean, I, I love that person that listened and thank you so much. But also we are going to make fun of a lot of shit oh, for the uh, next <laughs> however long we have this loud stick. <laughs> You can count on that. Right. If there's one thing, it's that. <laughs> That's exactly right. Doesn't matter what the topic is. Mm-hmm. We will make fun of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. Derpy derpy derp. Where am I in my notes? The Messiah uh, is here to grow up. Jesus is here to grow up, heal some people, and then die for all of our sins so that we can all proceed. Oh, she's going to love this part. <clears throat> Good timing. (laughs) So we can all proceed being assholes without consequence as long as you believe in him when he says he's going to die for you and that his dad is God. That's right. But I mean, that's that's kind of what we're being taught. You know, no one can come Um, to the father except through me. Yeah. Yeah. And like you can be sinful. Try not to be. And and according to the Catholic religion, like you got to like tell a priest about it you have to confess right that's how you get it out of you right Right. if you hold it in secret it's not good but you can sin and you can sin and you can sin as long as you're sorry 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 and jesus did that for you so that you can have a low standard (laughs) i i I, I mean it's an easy yeah it's an easy yeah i mean yeah yeah I, i think that there is a there's a bit of a divide at least whenever i was you know more rooted in faith there was a divide of like there's the oh, i can't remember what it's called but i know it's a big deal for jewish faith they they call it that's basically their creed is like love thy neighbor over thyself love your god da, 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 da. i think mm-hmm. it's shalom something i'm fucking that up there's that that's ultra important and then there's no one can come to the father except through me jesus christ and there's a, a, a section of christianity that's 
I think that it's kind of split there. I think that there's some there's some mm. people that are like, it is hard line. You have to accept Jesus. And then there's other Christian folk that are like, well, if you're good and you do good and we trust God to be who he is, then da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and I think, I mean, definitely for comedy, I am like simplifying this. I am diluting this, like full disclaimer, totally. But I'll do it with anything. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Jesus yeah. loves me the way I am. He made me Amen. the way I am. He yes. made me a sarcastic bitch. So <laughs> he wouldn't have given me this wit if I, I wasn't love. supposed to use it. Right. You think I was supposed to just sit here miserable? Uh-uh. <laughs> That's right. You think I'm supposed to keep these comments to myself? No. Obviously, he wouldn't have made wine and me together mm-hmm. at the same time. <laughs> the first, the first miracle, the first. Oh my God. Not healing. Oh my God. Not walking on water. <laughs> wine, bitch. Read your damn scriptures. Wine. <laughs> Whoa. That was funny. Okay. <clears throat> Pull it together, Caitlin. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Hope you stayed, friend of Kendall. <laughs> Hope you stick through that. That was the ugly part. We're moving to the softer stuff. <laughs> oh, no. St. Nick is going to get gone. his fucking she ass left. eaten off. Uh-huh. Let's yeah. go. No, no. She she set this on fire. She probably gave us a one-star review. Already. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's fine. Anyway. So now let's talk. We did Jesus very well. Let's move on to uh, our friend Santa. Um, WAPO says, Washington Post says, um, the character known today as Santa originated with a man named Nicholas. We know that, St. Nicholas, right? Said to have been born in the 3rd century AD in the village of Patara, then Greek, now Turkish. Um, please let me add that this is another brown man that we have whitewashed Say that to look like a twinkly-eyed white man. Hello. Jesus Cause, and Santa. Because you got me turned on to some kinky shit now. I'm like, now, wait a minute. There's a Turkish Santa? Santa is Turkish. He's also thin. He's also thin and wears a uh, faux hat. Anyway, <clears throat> though this one looks like the one that we know. Looks like, you know, the gluttonous, happy drunk with the red nose. Right, red he face because he's drunk. problem. Right. Because he's got, you know, he's putting Baileys in his milk, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> See, equal opportunity. Right. We make fun of everyone. Where Jesus looks like a blue-eyed hipster that would definitely be wearing a man bun in Venice Beach today. That's right. But it's okay. Austin, Texas. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And we accept all people. That's Moving right. On. Come have a drink. I'm a little spicy today. Mm-hmm. I'm liking it. Okay, good. I'm glad you support my choices. <laughs> oh, God. Merry Christmas, everybody. <clears throat> it is said St. Nick's parents died when he was young and that um, he was really religious he was raised by his uncle, and he was left a fortune. Oof. So he was ordained as a priest, um, you know, so the ungettable get, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like a challenge. God. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hunky man with a lot of fucking money. <laughs> the fact. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what we call a daddy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, he used his money to help others and became a protector of children, performing miracles to help them. Mm-hmm. Uh, allegedly, miracles to help them. I'm cynical. Just <laughs> we've already established that. Um, this is why we consider him Saint Nicholas, translated into Santa Claus. Because remember, um, we talked a little bit about this long time ago in like the fairy tale episode or something. Uh-huh. But what it takes to become a saint. So you have to. Um, do three miracles, and then there's, I don't know if it was back then the same way, but I know now you have the devil's advocate, 
person who will try to disprove it. And if they can't, and they perform three miracles, even posthumously after they die, um, then they get moved up to the rank of saint. So he was persecuted by Roman Emperor Diocletian and buried in 343 AD. Now, he was, sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Uh, He was buried in a church where a where a substance of healing powers called mana formed his grave. I don't know what that means. The day of his death, December 6th, became a day of celebration. So he was born in 290. He died in 343. That means he would have been 53 years old or 52 uh, on a good day before his birthday. So he lived twice as long as Jesus, was very rich and gorgeous. And gave it all away to help people. and was performing miracles. Yeah. I'm confused. Okay. I mean, quote, performing miracles. Right, 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 right. But. David Blaine card tricks. Yes. Um, so after his death, the legend of how <laughs> much of a gift Sorry. giver. Bless you, that baby. That was a big one. It's <laughs> <laughs> the demons um, coming out of me. <laughs> That's right. It's Jesus. He's mad. He's mad at me and he's going to take it out on you. Oof, girl. (laughs) Sorry. Um, After his death, uh, the legend of how much gift giving he did uh, grew. Um, So St. Nicholas transformed into the legendary character that we call Santa Claus, who brings Christmas presents to children around the world. Um, One story about St. Nicholas says that he helped three poor sisters. Their father didn't have enough money to pay their dowries. (sighs) What's that? (laughs) A dowry is what you pay to marry a man. There's a tax for that? Don't you pay enough? Yes, there was. So I will give you three goats if you marry my daughter. How how, ridiculous. I mean, I, I am definitely throwing something. But like a dowry was what they would trade. So a man would marry a woman, a daughter, and then the father would pay a dowry for that. Okay. They did that, like, up until recently, like, 1800s. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I'm not bitter about it. Are it's we, fine. Are She's we talking literally about these fine. No. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fine. I'm not sexy. The founding no. fathers knew what they were... Get the fuck out of here. I hate everyone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Equally. Yeah. I might add. So, their father didn't have enough money to pay the dowries of his three daughters... Um, so he thought about selling them into servitude. How sweet. I'm so sorry. I can't pay for you to get married and have a happy life. So I think you might do better as a slave. As a slave. (laughs) Unbelievable. Cool. Cool. Um, three times St. Nicholas secretly went to their house at night. Doesn't sound questionable at all Mm. as a man going into a woman's, uh, house and put a bag of money inside. Per, hypothetically for no services rendered i think he just was being good <laughs> inside what they didn't say that inside either. what <laughs> thank you that's brilliant the man says the man used the money the the father used the money so that one of his daughters could marry one of them anyway on the third visit the man saw saint nicholas and thanked him for his kindness he also reportedly saved so that's the end of that story first of all Wow, you saved one of them. (laughs) I mean, it's nice of you, but also that dad has some priority problems. I mean. It's fine. It's not fine. It'll never be fine, but it's fine. 
he also, uh, Nicholas also reportedly saved three men who were falsely imprisoned and sentenced to death. I would argue that those three sisters were also sentenced to death when they had to go into servitude, but it's neither here nor there. He only saved one of them. But no, he saved three men, and you know that's worth more than three women. Right, 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 right. Obviously. That's at least six goats. Oh, God. At least six goats, (laughs) at least 18 women. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Several sources state St. Nicholas is believed to have died on December 6th, as I said, um, in the year 343. over the years, stories of his miracles and work uh, of the poor spread, as I said, he became known as the protector of children and sailors and was associated with gift giving. I don't know how sailors came into that mix, but there you are. Santa, the sailor. <laughs> he might have been a little gay. I mean, That's what he's I'm... visiting. He's he's visiting people's houses in the night to just give good things. He's going. He, he's he in saved the, all the men. priesthood. He's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean the signs you're a very, are there. You're a very good guy, but like but like where where where's your king? Where is it? <laughs> right. What are you feeling? What are you feeling in the nighttime? We all got it. What are because you feeling? Because let me find out. <laughs> Fuck around, let me find out. You got so many. <laughs> you're tall. Okay. Oh God. Okay. Um so let's talk about now a little bit about the evolution of Christmas. It'll be really quick and then we'll get into fun stuff. So the middle of winter has for a very long time been uh, something that a lot of cultures celebrated because seriously, they survived. <laughs> it's very cold. Um, so centuries before Jesus came, early Europeans would celebrate uh, light and birth in the darkest days of winter. Um, so they'd celebrate the winter solstice when the worst of the winter was behind them. And they were like, no more death, no more frozen. Like we can finally hunt and like live. Um, you know, we only lost four family members or whatever it is. Um, so, and then they get extended hours of sunlight and whatever. So they're like, yay, we made it. It's almost springtime. Um, so they combine those is the point with Christmas. So in Scandinavia, uh, the Norse from Norway celebrated Yule from December 21st, the winter solstice through January, in recognition of the return of the sun. Fathers and sons would bring home large logs, which they would set on the fire, and people would feast until the log burned out, which would take sometimes up to 12 days. The Norse believed, so they just eat and eat and eat and eat, eat, eat kind of like a bear before they go into hibernation, or maybe just after, I guess. They just eat. Um the Norse also meet at Christmas time, if I'm honest, 12 <laughs> days like straight. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, more potatoes? More cookies? Cool, cool, cool. Yes. If that plate is there, I'm going to eat it. Hello. Um, I liked this. The Norse believed that each spark from the fire represented a new pig or new calf that would be born during the coming year, okay, which beautiful. obviously meant food and prosperity. I thought that was really poetic. Mm-hmm. Like, are you counting them? Are you writing it down? You know how like, you should be writing down the birth of Jesus. <laughs> right. Are we keeping still, dogs here? you're tallying. Yeah. Would, Do you like that? I love that. I think it's gorgeous, but my dumb ass would be like, Poking the fire to get them to, you know, get them all stirred up. Be like, we're going to have we a We need more pigs. Time. We're very hungry. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Totally. And also, yeah, I'd be like, okay, we counted up to 14,000. How many? <laughs> like, when do we stop counting? I'm sure we won't have 14,000 right. pigs this season. Just anyway. another reason for me to be get mad at God when he doesn't deliver on his promises. <laughs> <laughs> Unrealistic expectations. Don't set the bar so high then. 
four million um, pigs. Right. <laughs> Go have them here by June. Love that. We're the worst. I really hope <laughs> that um, God is forgiving. <laughs> really, really, really forgiving. Just has a sense of humor. He doesn't even have to be forgiving. He'd be right. like, listen, that was really offensive, but Burn it, it out. was also funny. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> come on in. Come on in. You might have to take some sensitivity courses, but come on in. Okay. So the um, end of December was a perfect time to celebrate um, in most areas of Europe. So the end of December, December 25th, right? Um, At that time of year, most cattle were slaughtered so that they would have enough food to be fed throughout the winter. So for many, it was time, uh, the time of year when they had a supply of fresh meat. And in addition, most wine and beer Mm -hmm. made during the year was finally fermented and ready for drinking Mm -hmm. at the end of December. Celebrate. Okay. In Germany, people honored the pagan god Odin. You know Odin, right? I don't know Odin. that I do. So Thor from the Marvel series, yes. Odin is his father. Okay. Odin is Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> okay. Yes, 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 yes. Westworld. Yeah. He's got a patch on his eye, mm-hmm. looking super fly. Looks good. Anyway. Uh, Germans were terrified of Odin and they believed, <laughs> I love this so much, they believed he made nocturnal flights through the sky to observe his people. And then he would decide who would prosper and who would perish. So he just flew above in the night and judged people and would take uh, the ones uh. that he thought were not good. Because of his presence, Odin's presence, many people chose to stay inside. Oh. So listen, at nighttime... There's some similar themes to Santa. He'll know if you're naughty or nice, right? Right, right. Like Odin. Um, as well as the darker characters in Christmas lore that you know I'm going to get to in a little bit. Because I have to. Can't do it without ruining it with the dark stuff. I'm trying to think of that one Dwight did. But yes, yeah, sorry. You psychic again. <laughs> this is why we are good, I dare say, best friends. You have it. You are reading my mind, and you've got it, and don't think I didn't add a chapter. Oh, I was thinking it was going to be paired in with here, but that's what I was trying to think of the name. It's Belschnickel. It's Belschnickel. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. So think about Odin again, flying over and judging people. They're like, oh, we better stay inside. I love that the people were like, ooh, Odin's watching. I could just be good, not be a dick, so that, like, I won't get smite (laughs) by... You know, Odin, or I could just stay, just stay inside, inside with my bad choices. I could just be Is a that dick not inside. all of us? <laughs> yeah. I'll just stay inside. I'll just stay inside. Like, I'll I don't need do to go it. outside. It's I'll dark. Just do it on Facebook. Yeah, fuck that. Odin's yeah. out. I don't need. I don't need that in my life. <laughs> anyway. Excellent. Oh my god. So, popular Christmas customs we know: exchanging gifts, decorating Christmas trees, attending church. Even people who don't go to church, mm-hmm. in in my experience. Um, in the Catholic faith, go to church on big, Sunday, like Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas night or whatever. And Chris- and then whatever, that Sunday around there, whatever. They're trying to get it all in in one day. That's right. <laughs> um, they share meals with family and friends. Hopefully not in 2020 because that will spread coronavirus. Just saying. Don't and of it. course, waiting for Santa to arrive. Um, December 25th, Christmas Day, has been a federal holiday in the United States. Since 1870. I did wow. not know that. That's a long time. That's a long time that it's been, it's a, what is that? 150 years that it's been a federal holiday. Yeah. 
for America, that's old. Yeah, that's very old <laughs> for us. Yeah. It's very old. Yeah. Um, after the American Revolution, Christmas was not celebrated because Americans were mad at the English, because we've established, I mean, the American Revolution, you know. Um, and they were like, uh, no, no English customs, no Christmas. And it didn't come back until 1870, like I just said. So huh. there was like a good, I don't know, 100 years 100 or something. Years. That yeah. they were like, no, we're not doing that. We're not so no Christmas for the... generations in America. It's so bizarre, right? So it's like yeah. the story that they love to tell us is that, you know, Christians fleeing oppression, the pilgrims came here. Yeah. And then they wouldn't even celebrate the birth of their savior because they were so mad at the Brits. Can you imagine? They were still mad. <laughs> <laughs> they were still mad at and the they Brits. hadn't cherry-picked what they wanted they out of the culture yet. Livid. <laughs> it was like the beginning of divorce before yeah. you discuss what you want to take in the in the settlement. Right, right. The birthday, don't need it. No. <laughs> don't need it. I don't need anything that they've touched. I don't need it. And then you're like later like, wait, maybe I do. <laughs> I might need that couch. A hundred years. It. it took them a hundred years to get over it. Unbelievable. <laughs> Not surprising. Okay. So, um, yes, let me see in, uh, so from 1659 to 1681, celebrating uh, Christmas was not only like not a thing in America, it was actually outlawed in Boston oh, again, cause they were holy mad. Holy hell. Okay. So if you showed any kind of Christmas spirit, mm -mm. this is not my words, anyone exhibiting the Christmas spirit. <laughs> Can we bring this back? Whatever this is going to be. <laughs> was fined five shillings. Yes, 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 yes. I'm sorry. You are way too cheery and festive. And I see that bag from That's Neiman right. Marcus. I'm going to need five, five shillings bucks. as a tax. That's right. We're going to we're gonna fund fucking uh, health care for everyone because you assholes <laughs> take this shit overboard. God. Oh, my God. Okay. By uh, contrast, though, in Jamestown, that settlement, Captain John Smith, known member Pocahontas, uh -huh. that, there, he wasn't a boyfriend. No, no, he was he was in the Disney movie The Boyfriend, but he was just like a hello, how do you do? That's like, right. That's true. Right. That is right. Um, he reported that Christmas was enjoyed by all and passed without incident, like nobody told on them. <laughs> they were just oh. like, we're going to do it. So <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Um, okay, later in the 1800s, Charles Dickens created the holiday tale, A Christmas Carol. Remember the uh -huh. um, the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future? Yeah. Uh, that's a good story and many, many retellings of that, but very good all around. Um, the story's message, uh, which was the importance of charity and goodwill towards all humankind, struck a powerful chord in the United States in the 1800s mm -hmm. um, and England and showed members of uh, Victorian society the benefits of celebrating the holiday. So it came back like Charles Dish, uh, Dish, Charles Dickens helped to bring back the tradition of Christmas through his story. Um, I thought that was interesting. Lovely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the family was also becoming less disciplined, like the family, meaning the nuclear family in general. Um, and more sensitive to the emotional needs of children during the 1800s. So it wasn't just like, go to the factory. We don't care if you die. Right. It was more like, hey, like you're developing. How, you deserve some happiness occasionally. <laughs> welcome to personhood. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to like uh, being an adult in training. Here you go. Good night. Yeah. Christmas provided families with a day when they could lavish attention and gifts on their children without appearing to spoil them. So it was okay. just a day that they could dote on their babies. I like that. Without 
judgment or cultural pressure that they were, you know, making them selfish. Okay. Um, I'm going to blaze through these because I've got um, a decent amount. So I'm going to go quick. Um, there are many, many, many areas, people, cultures that celebrate Christmas um, for time because I don't want to drag this out super long. I'm going to feature one that's not American. There's many others. Here we go. Just one. The Dutch. Um, they continue. So uh, the Netherlands. They continue to celebrate the feast day of St. Nicholas on December 6th. Uh, remember, that's, I believe, when uh, he died. When St. Nicholas died was on December 6th, I think. That's No, December 5th. December 5th. Um, although I knew someone uh, who, was, who is Dutch, and um, his birthday was on December 5th. Oh. But his parents moved his birthday to December 6th. They literally were like, you will not have this day. What? They moved it to December 6th so that it wouldn't conflict with when Sinterklaas, Santa Claus, brings them presents. So even though they celebrated on December 6th, that's why I mixed this up. The day before is when all the presents come. So it's like the festival or whatever is on December 6th. But okay. the day before, the eve, is when all the presents come. So he was born on December 5th and his parents were like, nope. <laughs> Get the white out. We're going to change this. Yeah. No Your birthday's way. now on the 6th. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. <laughs> anyway, cool. I, I mean, please don't change my birthday and show me that I am less important than Unless like, folklore. The only reason <laughs> you're doing it is so that I get more gifts. Doubt it. But I doubt it. Mm -hmm. But what do they need? What do those folks need? They don't need anything. They have everything. They have it right. I mean, like Scandinavia's got it figured out. <sighs> they're like the happiest people, and they're minimalists and I IKEA saw and everything. A TikTok of their hospitals, and I was just like, okay, fucking okay. <laughs> I saw too. Was it the one where they were standing in front and getting their uniforms? Did yes. You, was that the one? Yes. Yeah. And the robots Listen. that get in the elevators. And I was like, okay, wow. Um, we need to have like a TikTok challenge where we see how similar our TikToks are. Because it's obviously like threading. I, yeah. I think they're the same. <laughs> I think they're <laughs> all the same. I really do. Well, I think, don't they customize them? They oh, they do. They sound like what you like? Yeah. But yours and mine are the same. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think so. Because every time you're like, oh, I saw a TikTok on that. I'm like, um, yeah, I know. Because yeah. I, I, <laughs> I made it. That one time that <laughs> yeah. you were like, I fucking made it. And I was like, wow. I fucking made it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on. We are very classy people here. Um, it was very common in the Netherlands. Maybe still is. I don't know. But it was. Um, for children to put out their shoes the night before December 6th, so December 5th, think American stockings now, how that's translated. Oh, okay, 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 okay. In the morning, they would discover the gifts, the gifts that St. Nicholas had left there for them. Dutch immigrants brought the legend of St. Nicholas when they came to America. Um, again, known to them as uh, St. Nicol Nicholas, um, or by his nickname, Sinterklaas. Uh, in the 1700s. And note, if you look up the Dutch version of Santa Claus, he looks more like a bishop. Like I said, more like a, he's got like a cardinal hat, kind mm -hmm. of like a popey hat. <laughs> popey? It's kind of popey. It's popey. <laughs> I know what you mean. It is. And he's thin and he's got a noble beard. He's not like obese <laughs> and has a red nose, Alcoholic. again, that I presume is from drink. <laughs> right. Um, and cheeks. You know, <laughs> bad Santa. I keep thinking of yeah. bad Santa. Yeah, he's got a habit that he doesn't talk about. It's he's a happy drunk, that's and right. that's what he needs to do to get his job done. That's what gives all that fine. shit away. Yeah. Nobody is judging you. Keep doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Whatever gets the job done. Okay. We need to talk about the not so okay part of the Dutch tradition. Okay. There's a really dark part of this. 
So they have Sinterklaas, as I said, hooray. But Sinterklaas has a sidekick, a black boy named Svarta Piet. Oh, I think I know of this. Uh huh. Uh huh. National Geographic says in Dutch tradition, Sinterklaas has a helper named Svarta Piet or Black Piet, who usually appears as a blackface character with large gold earrings and exaggerated lips. Oh, God. Okay. I know. I know. In the weeks leading up to the Saints' name day, Cities and towns host parades featuring featuring hundreds of white people. Obviously, it's it's fucking the Netherlands. Everybody's white. Everybody's white and blue eyed and blonde haired. Mm-hmm. Um, hundreds of white people <laughs> dressed as Pete. Though. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna have to have a talk. And that I know, I know. Who do we write a letter to? <sighs> Stores stock up with Svartapit costumes, merchandise, and baked goods, while adults visit children's homes and schools dressed as Sinterklaas and Pete. Oh, okay. <sighs> like, it's blackface. It's blackface, yeah. I know, it is. I mean, there's no way around it. I don't care if it's for goodwill and whatever, it's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Joy okay. Bayheart. Uh-uh. Just think of, just think of... <laughs> Parades of people celebrating Black Pete in blackface. Like, anyway, I'll, I'll just say there have been protests. Um, there was an article in 2018 about it, um, among others, but uh, that Svarta Pete is racist and unnecessary to the tradition of Christmas. So, you know, get it. Go. Word. I mean, like, that's right. It's not necessary. It doesn't have to be a part of this. Honestly, there's no reason a white person should be painting their face black and mimicking another race ever. ever. There's never a good reason for that. Yeah. I don't care if it's Christmas. I don't care if it's fucking summer vacation. I don't care what it is. There's no reason. Mm-hmm. Like, you already oppressed every shade that's darker than yours. Why? Why, Why yeah. make a caricature of anybody? God. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Shitty white folk doing shitty white shit. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. So do you agree with this statement? I am white, but I say you and not we in terms of like you, they are dressing up and celebrating this because I have not and will never do that. No. Ever. No. It would never cross my mind. No. That that would be appropriate. No. Yeah. And like, like you mentioned, I like, I don't know the statistics on like the population and all of that stuff, but in the demographics, but I mean, there's obvious, it's just, it's just obviously wrong. And, um, it's 20 fucking 20 and it doesn't really matter like what the fuck that's right. where you are and who you are. Like there's just right and wrong and it's kind of fucking cut and dry most of the time. So, you know, what would be good for everybody all across the board? Like every country, we should hold our traditions up to scrutiny and we should just look at them and say why and what. Why, what and why, what and why, why do we do this and what is it for? And then we should just throw away the things that maybe aren't so, haven't evolved as well and haven't translated as well or just always have been racist. We should just, we should just trash that. Evolve our traditions. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. Well, like, why not? We're smart enough. Oh, there's there's this weird thing about tradition, right? So I can't remember and I always do this. There was a small book that basically The Hunger Games was about. And it, oh, it was like Japanese or something. No, I, is that wrong? I can't remember. I feel like I know what you're gonna say. F- yeah, finish. I'm so sorry. It's the one where they it 
it's it's scrutinizing tradition for tradition's sake. And it's like every year the this the town, the village gets together and stones a child because that's just what mm-hmm. you do, because that's tradition. And then finally and somebody thinks. is like, Why the fuck are we doing this? Yeah. And it was just like we need that. Just like you're saying, it's the exact same thing you're saying. We just need that for everything. And like no like how better way to do it than to have other cultures scrutinize criticize you know like don't let it be from your own let's have a vote like a tradition purge where everybody Mm -hmm. votes and says like is this racist or should we keep it and then we can even do it in the like guise of democracy and like everybody i say that with like rolled eyes because i mean everything's on fire (laughs) but it just mean like fine let's vote on it then if like people disagree but how important is it to you you know let's vote because i feel like a lot of people would be like this is fucking Stupid. stupid why are we doing this yeah. and we're gonna get in trouble because we're just doing it without thinking why should we do it exactly i think a lot of people are like that even the people who dress up as it yeah. are like even thinking why yeah. are we what anyway i digress but it I just makes me angry because it's just we think we're so evolved and then oh. here we are yeah. evidence after evidence after evidence that we're fucking monkeys anyway we are we're apes. No. it's just real let's simple. talk about let's talk about reindeer <laughs> <laughs> As a palate cleanser. Um, so in the Netherlands, they believe that if they leave some hay and carrots in their shoes, remember that they leave out, um, for Sinterklaas's horse, okay. they will be left some sweets or small presents. So I take this as the evolution of the reindeer. Leave some carrots out. I don't know. Did you ever do that as a kid? Oh, leave yeah. the carrots out? We, well, yeah, we, okay. We leave the carrots the, out. You know, I come from a capitalist, heavy capitalist society, deep east Texas, and so they would sell bags of uh reindeer feed that just another thing to buy um, oh my god and you would buy it and then sprinkle it out and you know and then throw like 85 percent of it away because oh yeah the dad or the mom ends up eating like two bites of it yeah <laughs> and, and it walks away. outside right Sell after you, you go a to five bed pound bag. <laughs> just kicks it out of the way yeah exactly <laughs> oh my god yeah, no, that sounds right. That sounds right. Capitalism. <laughs> I didn't even go into merchandise and stuff with this episode because, like, we don't have all day. No, years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, okay. So, kids are told about the carrots and whatever um, that Sinterklaas uh, rides on the roofs. Roofs? Roofs? Roofs. I have no idea. I'm smart. Roofs. <laughs> roofs. <laughs> um, I don't know. Whatever the fuck. The Rufuses. <laughs> on his horse. <laughs> And that Pete will then climb down the chimney or through a window and put the presents or candy in their shoes. So I'm sorry. Santa will stay comfortably mm-hmm. in his sleigh mm-hmm. and then uh, Savarta Pete will come down and do the work. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Just checking. Okay. Just want to make sure you clock that. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> Don't leave it. <laughs> Don't get upset about things that have passed. Okay. As I said, I would never do that shit. I mean that. I don't mean that as a holier-than-thou thing. I mean that as an honest fact. I would never, ever consider dressing up as some other thing. The closest that I ever came to that was when I went tanning twice a week in the early 2000s and risked skin cancer to look better than a Victorian ghost (laughs) that should haunt an English estate. That's all. That's all I've done. (laughs) I was trying to fit in with the fucking cheerleaders, and then I realized how orange I was. I just didn't want to be a ghost in a novel. That's all. Uh, yeah. Haunting a castle. You and I are very similar <laughs> complexion. Just absolutely translucent. 
<laughs> I can see all my veins. All the nurses are like, wow, your veins are so easy oh, to yeah. find. I'm yeah. like, thanks yeah. for that. You could snipe That's them. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could tell me that like my bone structure is nice or you could tell me that like, you know, I have nice hair. I see or you your could veins. tell me that my veins are very easy to find. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So glad I made your job easy. Okay. Anyway. Um, please know that not all white people are assholes. I promise you, I promise we are not, you know, all, we are not all white saviors. We're not all proud boys, right? Right. Like one extreme, one another, but both patronizing and awful. Like we are not. So we, there's, there's a number of us like Kendall and I that just wish to do better by uh, just ourselves. (laughs) Like, Right. I mean, do yeah. you agree with no, that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And always have a lot to learn and always, you know, I've, I've learned that I fuck up more times than I don't probably, but I'm, I'm trying my best to just pay attention to what the fuck Me I'm too. doing and thinking and saying and hearing and putting up with and all of that. So. Me too. And I think as long as we continue to can, as long as we continue to continue, <laughs> you know, press on and continue to try to learn. That's all we need to do and just have compassion and recognize other perspectives and get familiar with other perspectives. That's all. That's all. And I'm not trying to come from some kind of a glorified space. Please don't think that that's what we're doing. We're just like, we see the bullshit is all we're trying to say. We see the bullshit and we don't want a part of it either. Yeah. So anyway, moving on. Christmas time. St. Nicholas went through many transformations in America. Sinterklaas became Santa Claus, and instead of giving gifts on December 6th, he became a part of the Christmas holiday on December 25th, as we know. Um, his image appeared for the first time in the 1820 poem. This is the fat, drunken version. I think drunken. I am making speculative remarks, but I don't think I'm wrong. He's mm. got a twinkle wink in his eye. Mm. He's red-faced and red-nosed. I think he's been drinking. He had some warm whiskey or something. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, it says that he was jolly, heavy man who comes down the chimney to leave presents for deserving children and drives a sleigh pulled by flying reindeer. That was in the 1820 poem. So that's the first time that it evolved into that version. Um, And then there was a cartoonist that drew him in 1881 that similar with the red suit and white fur trim. So that's how he got to be what he looks like today. Uh, So once he was a skinny little you know, Bishop with a red hat. And now he's the, you know, chubby pajama looking guy that he wears, you know, what is that? What is that name? Hugh, Hugh Hefner, like wearing a Hugh Hefner robe, yeah, but like yeah. with yeah. a fur collar. <laughs> yeah. He's evolved or devolved as, uh, as it yeah, was. I was going to okay. say like, it sounds like me in this pandemic <laughs> in this scamdemic I have gained. No, what I'm going to get into. I would like a, you know, red robe that I could just wear all day too. I mean, <laughs> you know, hello. if that was my uniform too, That's right. I would have I no complaints. Could do anything. But alas, I have to dress up. Uh, okay. Um, now we're going to talk about the fun stuff. Okay. Okay. We're going to talk about the weird shit and then we're done. Love it. <sighs> Krampus. Yes, 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 yes. Krampus yes, yes, yes. is not Belschnickel, but Krampus is his own fun, hilarious thing. I think this is so funny. I don't know why this this makes me, this just fills my heart with joy. This is just, okay. Many people know who Krampus is, especially in recent years, but let's go anyway. 
Krampus appears in many variations, but uh, most have like the same characteristics in all different legends. Okay, he's hairy. He's usually brown or black. He has cloven hooves and horns of a goat. His long pointed tongue lolls out. His <laughs> fangs. Ew. I love it so much. This is hilarious to me because they actually told little children that this would this thing would come for them with a serious face. Metaphorically, the <laughs> devil, I would argue. I if say, they yeah. didn't behave. If that isn't tired and fed up parents, I don't know what is. <laughs> right. Like we need to we need to post a photo on our social media of something. I'll find it on like Wiki Commons or whatever. But we need to find a Krampus photo because there's enough. I mean, just of these children, these little German, like plump children going, oh, so and then Krampus up. just like grabbing them by the leg and like <laughs> holding them upside down. And it's just fucking hilarious. Anyway, Krampus carries chains, as you do, because he's not scary enough, <laughs> uh, thought to symbolize the binding of the devil by the Christian church. He thrashes the change, the, sorry, he thrashes the chains for dramatic effect. Oh. If I was Krampus, I'd thrash those chains too. Like, <laughs> tell those kids like I'm not queen. fucking around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let them know I'm coming. <laughs> I've got horns. I've got fangs. I've got this tongue. But more importantly, I'm going to change to the devil. You are going to be terrified, but it is going to be a whole experience. Right. I will sound effect before I visual effect. Like, you're going to know I'm coming. I'm going to rattle these fucking chains. Yes. You're going to know because you were a bad kid. <laughs> Okay, really quick. You know that I love uh, to read badly written romance novels, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know that. I, I love it. I am not ashamed <laughs> of it. It's amazing, and I pay for them to continue their hobby, so I feel like I'm not hurting anyone. That's it's right. just so funny, and I die. I laugh so hard when I write. The badly written ones are all I want. I don't want good, <laughs> yeah. I don't want good ones. Okay, there's a romance novel. You have to imagine that tongue is involved in it. I'm just no, saying. No, ma'am. You know it. Oh, yeah, for sure. It rolls out. Yeah, absolutely. I will be asking Santa for that for Christmas. That's right. The horn. I feel like it's going to be a masterpiece and I'm going to read it. I like and that. And I will report I back. I will report back. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I just found it in my research. I, I took a minute and I was like, new window, <laughs> romance novels, Krampus. Because I had to imagine, if you can think of it, it has to exist. So I thought, exactly. Bah, 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 and guess what? Done. It did. It's also like four and a half stars on Amazon. Shit. Whatever. Well, yeah, out of like 15 ratings or whatever it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I, to be determined. I won't shit on it until I read it. It might be a masterpiece. Okay. Like, why would you write a romance novel about that? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Moving on. Okay. Back to Krampus. The chains are sometimes accompanied with bells of various sizes. Ding, ding. I'm coming to kill you. Ding, ding. Um, of more pagan origins are the ruten, so they're bundles of birch branches that Krampus carries um, and with which he occasionally swats children. How, how many hands this motherfucker got? <laughs> I don't know. He just, like, carries it in his backpack or something. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so the ruten, the branches, kind of like Belschnickel, remember, Dwight? He hit them with branches. Yes. Um, but Krampus uh, has the ruten instead of the um, bells on the whatever may have had a significance in pre-Christian pagan initiation rites. The birch branches are replaced with a whip in some representations. You know that's going to be in the romance novel yeah, too. You know that. it. Oh. You know it yeah. is. Oh yeah. I'm telling you, if we're playing bingo, that's going to be one oh, of the maybe we words. Should. 
Sometimes Krampus appears with a sack or a basket strapped to his back. I told you, a backpack. You're right. This is to cart off evil children for drowning, eating, or to transport to hell. They just really had to do everything to scare, I mean, everything to try to scare these kids. Like, It was really bad kids. I mean, or they were just like pathological parents like they were just like i don't give a shit about my kids i am tired i have eight of them and i want one of them to die and krampus is coming oh my god please take him please take him (laughs) take him to hell he's a pain in the ass anyway some of the older versions uh make mention of naughty children being put in the bag and taken away you know in his backpack bye Where did where did my brother Johnny go? Where did Johan go? Oh, to he went to hell. <laughs> I guess Krampus took him because he, he wasn't he a good listener. You yesterday. better be a good listener yes. this year, or else Krampus is coming for you. I can't even say it with a straight face. It's just so dark and ridiculous. Okay. Uh, okay, sorry. This quality can be found in other companions of Saint Nicholas, such as Svarta Pete. Oh good. So back to what I just said. So um, they made Svarta Pete the literal and metaphorical black hat in this Christmas situation, while Santa can be the good guy. Of course. I'm just saying, I noticed that. So moving on, we're not doing pop culture and commercialism because I decided to skip it because it's not as fun as this stupid shit. Here we go. Belschnickel. Remember on The Office, as we discussed, Dwight dressed up as a bearded, like, fur trader looking guy remember he was all dirty and he had he wore a beard and he had like fur yes on him yes um, and then he and then he decided he decided if each coworker was impish or admirable <laughs> so <laughs> anyway if they were impish he would whip them with his sticks yes, yes, and yes, then yes, if yes. they were admirable he'd give them like a little something garbage thing i don't know whatever a little present well obviously that was hilarious in its own right but the tradition is also funny so Remember, the office takes place in Scranton, Pennsylvania. So there's a real tradition that I found among Pennsylvania Dutch that I found. From like also shared German roots too. The Belschnickel is a loud cantankerous guy dressed in furs and carrying a bundle of birch who visits children in the weeks before Christmas asking whether they've been nice or naughty, impish or admirable, as Dwight would say. In the preceding year, the figure has persisted in the Pennsylvania Dutch regions of the U.S. and spread a bit into the wider culture, particularly with organizations celebrating the rural lifestyle of Christmas time. Um, the Belschnickel originated in the various companions and servants of St. Nicholas, Santa Claus, in the folklore of German-speaking Europe. Among them is Necht Rubrecht, and I think also Savart Pete. I think they also put him in there too. Again, the judge, he's a little bit more of the judge of good and bad where Santa's just like, oh, presents. Yes, no questions asked. Yes. Some see Belschnickel as an amalgamation of the forgiving, gift-giving St. Nicholas and Krampus. So just them together. Um, uh, who, a half goat, half demon. I just, I can't get over that. It's so funny. Tell your children. Um, please celebrate Krampus this year. It's 2020, yes. if there ever was a year. Clearly, we missed Tell your children about it. <laughs> um, anyway, so who during the Christmas season punishes children who have misbehaved? So, like, they said that Belschnickel was, like, maybe a combination of Santa and Krampus. That, like, maybe if you're good, you get 
Santa version personality. And if you're bad, you get um, Krampus and that's Belchnickel. Um, he's dressed in tattered, dirty clothes uh, and a cloak of assorted furs uh, adorned with bits of foliage, deer antlers and other natural decorations. Um, he's got tangled hair, scraggly beard, wears a cap of furs and uh, wears sometimes wears a scary mask. Um, the children who can't attest to their niceness, so who truly could not plead their case without a lawyer, are worried with the threat of a swat or two from the bundle of birch <laughs> sticks that the Belschnickel carries in one hand. On the other hand, those who felt confident in recounting their good acts, so how good can you lie on the stand in my <laughs> argument, could expect some treats from the bag and Belschnickel clutched in his other hand. So those treats generally included small cakes, candies, and nuts. So literally, you have to plead your case. So Belschnickel comes oh and says, God. have you been good or bad and then the kid just has to say i've been good here's how i can prove it or oh. i've been bad here's how i can prove it or can't prove that they've been good like i don't know i don't have anything it's like sticks for you that's right jeez <laughs> and Christmas. they do this in scranton they do it in the in the rural like or at least they used to do it in the rural this is a modern article that i read that i read it from it's like it's a very like um cherished like rural um even some of the amish do it interesting so, Okay. I'm telling you. I mean, impish okay. are admirable. Ah, impish. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I can't. Um, a treat if you're good. A swat with branches if you're bad. <laughs> maybe we actually listen. I'm judging it, but maybe we need that as adults, and then we wouldn't be in this honestly, 2020 mess. Honestly, <laughs> literally every year, go stand there. Yes. Get out. Get a good old birchin if you've been right. <laughs> if you've been bad, and get some treats if you've been good. Maybe you'll learn some shit. Okay, I'm almost done. I promise. Christmas facts, and then we're done. Each year, thirty to thirty-five million real Christmas trees are sold in the United States alone. God there damn. are twenty-one. I know, I know. Oh, the death. Oh. I know. There are twenty-one thousand Christmas tree growers in the United States, and trees usually grow for about fifteen years before they're sold. Mm -hmm. I mean, that doesn't add up if you're consuming them every year and it takes 15 years to grow. I don't know math, but that doesn't sound like sustainable. Listen, I've always used a fake tree. Always. Yeah. I've never had a real tree. I grew up with a fake tree. I still have a fake tree. We what about just you? Fake. We were just talking about this in a group text that I'm in. And we were like, you know, I think it's actually like a rich folk thing. I think that real trees are a rich folk thing. They're so messy, but then you have a cleaning lady to clean it up. Right, <laughs> right. Well, they're terribly Poor expensive. Man. But fake trees are terribly expensive, too. I'm just shook. An entry-level tree at Lowe's is $250. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. You just yourself. an entry-level tree. That's the best. Yeah. But no, but seriously, you're absolutely right. Like a plastic tree. Yes. Shouldn't cost that much. You should just get a, like a little table tree. Like a little Honestly, tabletop. Like a foot. I'm like a looking foot. at my ironing board right now, and I'm like, that's about the shape. <laughs> I could just paint it. Yeah. I could just put some tape on the wall. <laughs> if you cover it with lights, it's going to look the goddamn same. <laughs> Literally. That actually sounds really fun. Um, yeah, we bought ours um, when it was on like a... So just, just I don't know, just a thought. After Christmas, oh, yeah. especially in 2020, uh -huh. buy one that's on like clearance because it'll be like... It'll be like $50 exactly. or something, which is still a lot. But then you'll have it for the next like 20 years, right. you know? Not that you want to carry it in your schoolie. That's actually really stupid for your, for your situation. But 
I know I'm tempted, but it's gonna just take up too much space. I'm just gonna have to get. Mm-mm. I'm gonna have to Mm-mm. get somebody. Just no. We'll get you a little tree. We'll get you a little tabletop <laughs> a little tree. A little centerpiece. Yeah. yeah. A little Charlie Brown tree. It'll be fine. Okay. Today, in the Greek and Russian Orthodox churches, Christmas is celebrated 13 to 14 days after the 25th. This is because Western churches use the Gregorian calendar, while Eastern churches use the Julian calendar. So, different calendar, different days. Okay. Um. In the Middle Ages, Christmas celebrations were rowdy and raucous, a lot like today's Mardi Gras parties. Ooh, fuck yeah, let's go. I know. How did we not carry that tradition on? How'd it get all solemn and like, (laughs) you know? Let's eat seven meals in one sitting. (laughs) The first eggnog made in the United States was consumed in Captain John Smith's 1607 Jamestown settlement, which I just said was like, we were like, we don't care. We're going to party anyway. Don't find us. That's right. We don't care. Okay. So they had eggnog. I don't like eggnog. They're a partier. I don't, I've never had it like actually. Mm. I don't think you'll like it, but I mean, I don't know, but maybe you will. It's It's boozy. It's boozy, but it's eggnog. Yeah. (laughs) It's eggy. Raw eggy. Yeah. I don't know. Poinsettia plants. Do you know that? The red, like big plants. Okay. Poisonous. Like very Christmassy. I have some in my yard for some reason. Like year in the round? house that I bought. Not year round, but they grow like randomly. And I'm like, what? Weird. The person before that lived in our house before was very much a gardener and like was outside all the time doing stuff. So I have poinsettias and I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a, also they're poison. So um, they are poisonous. So anyway, for like dogs or something i don't know i think us. poinsettia plants yeah so poinsettia plants are named after joel poinsett an american minister to mexico who brought the red and green plant from mexico to america in 1828 i just thought that was cute good for you poinsett you will be remembered always the salvation army has been sending Santa Claus clad donation collectors into the streets. We know that Salvation Army. Ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. Uh, since the 1890s. Wow. Rudolph, the most famous reindeer of all, was the product of Robert Elmay's imagination in 1939. The copywriter wrote a poem about the reindeer to help lure customers into Montgomery Ward department oh, store. Oh, God. <laughs> Rudolph. <laughs> Rudolph. <laughs> who has obviously a German roots, <laughs> Rudolf. Construction workers started the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree tradition in 1931. Construction workers. Interesting. Like, this will be pretty here. Yeah, okay. Good for you. And then long before Christianity, um, plants and trees that remain green all year had a special meaning for people in winter. Um, in many countries, it was believed that evergreens would keep away witches, ghosts, evil spirits, oh, and illness. Maybe Krampus. I don't know. Unless you're a bad kid. I don't know. In addition to Krampus and Belschnickel, the Germans brought us Christmas trees. So the gift that keeps on giving, the Germans. <laughs> um, Germany <laughs> Germany is credited with starting the Christmas tree tradition as we know, know it now in the 16th century when devout Christians brought decorated trees into their houses. And that, I promise, is all I that was, it was cute. a long one, I know. That was so cute. I loved it. Christmas was so big. I loved yeah, it. Thank you. I think that you did a fantastic job of like 
because there's like the pieces that you have to do, right? And you did it. They mm-hmm. did them we, quickly, and they were funny. And then we moved on. And then there was there was a fabulous episode, and I had a blast. Thank you. We got through it, babe. We got through it. it. Was... Merry Christmas, even though it's not here yet. So this will be out around. Let me look at my calendar. One second. I can do this multitasking because I'm so multi talented. This will come out on December sixth. So it'll be before. Um, the holidays, but it'll be just kind of to get you in the mood and get you thinking about it. It came from somewhere. Oof. Think about where it came from. If this comes out on the 6th, I thought it was mm-hmm. one week before that. Is it not? Oh, maybe I did that wrong. November doing... 28th. Right, because we're doing the drawing on the 1st. Why, that's why I have you. You got to keep me accountable. November 29th. You are correct. I was one week ahead. So... November 29th, which means you will have two days to get your submissions in before we draw. And then when we record our December 6th episode, we will make sure to announce the winner of our raffle. Perfect. And you're right. Thank you. You called it. That was good. No, no, no. It just, that was, it was, it was you, sweets. It was all you, darling. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for a fabulous time. Um, That was so cute. Um. We're going to do the normal spiel. Would you like to? Would you like me to? What do you want to do? Uh, I think we both should in unison. Okay. In stereo. Three, Just kidding. two, one. <laughs> the same <Go>. time. <laughs> no, like it's, guys, you know what to do. We don't have to tell you. Nah. Follow us on social. Uh, message us. We've got a list growing about that. Please, please continue to message us. We promise we're going to get to them. We're not ignoring them. And, uh, Rate and review us. That's the most important thing. Rate and review us because it it helps us open doors so that we can do more, so that we can um, spend more time on this. So if you like it, please help us. Please be generous and kind in this giving season. In the season. Yes. (laughs) Definitely. Please rate us now. Please rate us now. (laughs) (laughs) Is that our closing for today? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you. Ready? Let's do it. We'll do three, two, one. Ready? We're going to do it. Three, two, one. Bye. Bye. Lovely. (laughs) 